So you were telling me about a trucker. Tell me about that trucker again. You said there was one that actually was, was he stealing trucks or burning them? What was he doing? He was burning them. He was actually, and now he is a trucker mm-hmm. and, he, and he was, and these are semi trucks. Right. So, okay. First off, where was it at? What state? It was multiple states. Really? Oh, so like when he was like on the road, he was burning trucks. Yes. The title of it says vengeful trucker allegedly set 25 tractor trailer fires, including six in California. Wow. So, so you're going to get an idea on what side of the Okay, wait, States when you say on. vengeful, was he just burning certain company? Yeah. So he was attacking an old company, one that he worked for. Is that right? No? Yes? Maybe? Um, one that he wasn't happy with. <sighs> okay, well, first off, let's, let's, let, can I guess the company? Sure. Is it a big company? Yes. Swift? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got it on the first try. What do you win? Well, Ruthann, Troy wins the acknowledgement that he got the first answer right. <laughs> Such a weirdo. All right. This is your little host, Ruthann. Okay, come on. So what do we got? Um, why was he a former employee? Let's start there. Does it say that he... It he, actually doesn't tell me if he was a firm... So, like, why don't you read the article to us? I am. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so... Nice and slow. An angry trucker torched 25 tractor trailers, including a half dozen in San Bernardino, California, during a cross-country multi-year arson spree that caused $2 million in damages and exacted revenge on a company that helped put him in prison in 2018 alleges a criminal case unsealed last week. Okay, so it doesn't say that he worked there, Mm-mm. but it sounds like they testified against him and put him in prison in 2018. I, I, I'm thinking something happened, but, you know... But what? Uh, uh, let me go forward. All right, let's hear it, let's hear it. Okay, so his name is Viorel, V-I-O-R-E-L, Precop. He was 64, was arrested Tuesday. Oh, no, he was 64. Yeah. That was an old dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow, a pyro mm-hmm. old trucker. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So he was arrested in Michigan, where he lives. He is charged with arson of property in interstate commerce and faces 5 to 20 years in prison if convicted. A detention hearing for him was held Wednesday in federal court in Detroit as a precursor to his transfer to California will he where he will re, where he will face charges I couldn't get that out he's wow. accused of setting fire to a fire at rest areas and fueling stations along east west interstates 10 and 40 from June 2020 to September of 2022 so if you noticed in 2018 is when the company um, helped with a case for him. Yeah, I wonder what that was. But he was. set the fires from 20 to 20, 2022. Right, so, so he kind of, he played it a little slick, he thought. he So he's 62 or 64? He's say? 64 now. So he's 64 now, so this happened when he was 60. He ended up going to prison in 2018. I wonder how long he was in prison. I don't know. So did he, like, get out, get a CDL? Well, 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 they might tell us further down. Okay, let's hear. I thought that you were done. All right, good. No, 
SWIFT officials did not respond to requests for comments. So they're keeping their mouth shut, which is probably right because, you know, if there's an ongoing case, you really shouldn't open your mouth and talk about it. You're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. So he's a, so this gentleman is suspected of starting nine fires in New Mexico, six in California, three in Texas, three in Arizona, and one each in Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arkansas, and Alabama. Police agencies and fire departments responded to most of the truck fires, but many of the early ones originally were dismissed as possible mechanical issues. So the first ones, like they responded to those, there could be more that they didn't even know because they were considering them mechanical issues. Wow. And that the truck just, you know, caught on fire. <laughs> so they, be, um, Swift, on. yeah, Swift became suspicious due to the number of fires over a brief period of time. So I guess like when one of them just kind of happening, they're like, this is kind of odd that our trucks just keep catching on fire. So they started getting suspicious and they um, hired someone to start checking things out. Camera. Swift employees stated that this number of similar fires events have never been before occurred in company history. This gentleman is named Smith, by the way. Swift began hiring fire investigation consultants to assist with the fire scene examinations. A pattern also began to develop when multiple reports noted substantially similar methods of lighting the trailers on fire. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Why, why, that's something fishy there. Yeah, highly suspect. Yeah, so he, what, how many fires all together? 20? Mm. I know he said over a year's period. But over two years. Oh, I thought it. it said a year. So no, he, over two years he did, um, let me see. It tells me the states <clears throat> and how many in each one, which I didn't mention. Okay, six in California, nine in New Mexico, three in Arizona, three in Texas, and one each in Oklahoma, Louisiana, <clears throat> Arkansas, and Alabama. It's like 22, 23 fires. Wow. You know, here's, here's I was as you were reading that, I was thinking this. You had said, if convicted, he faces up to, what, was it five to 20 years or something? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... This is where Qualcomm or your own phone and you see AT&T, all of them, it's going to burn his ass. Oh, yeah. It's going to show him. They're going to be able to see all 23 fires. Ironically, Mr. Precut, you said, whatever his name was, <laughs> Mr. Precut was at the fire. Now, what do you say to that? I mean, you know, in in court, what do you say something like, um... Just coincidence, you know, I've seen the fires yeah, there's, 23 times. There's nothing that can be said. And like I said, and that's the ones that they definitely knew for sure of. You know, some of them might not have been investigated because they thought that they were just regular mechanical issues. Well, but they all seem to be all with Swift. So as the number of incidences grew, this gentleman named Smith received information from witnesses and fire inspectors that ra- that rags and paper had been stuffed between the rear tires of tractor trailers and a puddle of unknown flammable liquid was discovered. An investigation in Oklahoma also allegedly revealed a lock had been cut off the rear cargo doors of a swift pickup or a swift truck and cardboard packing material also inside the trailer had been ignited. In several incidences, the tractor's trailer's driver was asleep in the vehicle when a fire occurred, says the affidavit, which does not mention if anyone was injured. And that is horrible, the fact that he would do such a thing while these men are, well, or women are sleeping in their berths there. See, I 
just when you were reading it at first, my mind was going, okay, in maybe a drop yard, he was sneaking in where, yeah. where nobody was in it. So he was actually torching people at like truck stops. Rest and areas rest and areas. fueling stations. And then ironically, he had like some toilet paper and stuff, stuff between the tires mm-hmm. and then pouring liquid on it to make sure that it burns. Wow. It almost sounded like in the movie um, um, Goodfellas when they took like they took the stuff and they dipped it in the chemical and stuffed it in the roof after they, you know, I don't know. Sucked out the life of that guy that owned the bar and restaurant and then they burned. Anyways, I wonder if that's where he got the uh, idea to do it that way. I don't know. Let's yeah. read on and see where he might have gotten Go it. The first fire that Precop allegedly set in California involving a swift vehicle occurred around 3 a.m. on December 6th of 2021 near a mobile gas station. It gives the address. However, the fire and gas investigations have provided only limited details about the blaze. So that's one that they thought might have been mechanical issues. According to the affidavit, five more swift trucks were burned in San Bernardino County after a cloth doused with a flammable liquid was placed behind the rear wheels and set on fire. Those incidents occurred February 9th at a Chevron, February 28th at a TA, um, February 28th. Ooh, he doubled it. Um, Goodfellas. A pilot. He's watching Goodfellas. September 14th at a TA. So, and then it gives a little detail on what he did there as far as like how he stuffed it. And then there was surveillance. Um, investigators received a break in the case when the surveillance video from the truck stops revealed images of a suspected, of the suspected vehicle. So they kind of got his vehicle and everything but involved the, in some of it. But just to make clear, this guy is a trucker himself. That's why he's traveling around the country doing this. So he, this is a trucker burning truckers. Pretty much, because, I mean, you think about it. Yeah. Well, let's go further. So Smith, who believed the arsonist could be identified and found by analyzing cellular data. See, there you go. Yeah. So around the time of location of each fire, subpoenaed AT&T Wireless and Verizon Wireless for cell phone tower records. And then ATF, of course, got in- involved in it and determined through historical cellular data data analysis and ping warrants that his cell phone had been near the location of 24 of the 25 fires. So one so fire, he might have got his cell phone somewhere. Oh, I left my phone at home. Damn it. Exactly. <laughs> That's the only one he didn't get caught at. The ATF also began remotely monitoring the GPS navigation device. Yeah. Of his tractor trailer on March 29th, determined the vehicle was traveling westbound along 10, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. We and it get gives it. more. We get it. <laughs> For real, we get it. I mean, it's this crazy story. That's that's actually a new one on me. I mean, honestly, there you are. Do you want to know why he went to jail in the first place? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I wanted to know. He served about two years in prison for stolen cargo from commercial vehicles, including those owned by Swift. See, that's exactly what happened. Swift Swift probably was one that provided video footage or whatever this guy stealing out of their trailers. Wow, what a vengeance, son of a gun. He's an old buck, too. Now he's going to go to prison. Wow. That's a, that's a kind of a weird story. It really is. And I'll tell you what, though. I'm with you on the one thing is, you know, you get, you're pissed off at a company, but why put other trucker? Why put your brothers there? That's, really, to be honest with you, I wouldn't even consider him a brother. You know, if yeah. you're if you're if you're going to actually set trucks on fire, because what happens if seriously, it could have five to twenty years for setting them on fire. If I'm someone surprised. would have been hurt or or killed, which they don't say, someone could have been. 
You know what, though? I'm surprised that it's only 5 to 20 years because normally that much arson involves like a life sentence. I'm surprised that he's not going to get more, especially since especially since it was really more with malice and he planned it and it was over vengeance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's kind of should add to, like if I was the judge, whatever book, I would beat him with it and then throw him at it. I think maybe the reason they have to say the 5 to 20 because they have to prove first all the stuff. Yeah. And then that's where it gets the higher one. But he, he it's funny because he, he, he is denying, of course, doing any of it. But his last statement, he allegedly indicated during an interview with ATF agents that Swift is a bad company, but was too large to harm. And he quotes, you cannot hurt Swift. That was what he said. Yeah. Honestly, officer, I don't know why my cell phone was there 24 out of 25 times. I wasn't. My cell phone was, but proved that I had myself. I mean, this guy's a whack job. Definitely has some issues. It'd be interesting interesting to see, you know, the case progress and see, you know, is this guy going to try to cop a deal or are they going to... I mean, if I was Swift and everybody... I wouldn't do a deal with this guy. You can, I, what deal should they get? First of all, he's already gone to jail well, because he went to... They, they do deals because, like, for example, to save taxpayer dollars, and instead of going through a lengthy trial, they might offer him, okay, if you admit guilt, well, you'll only get this. But personally, if it was me, I wouldn't... If I was a judge, I'd be like, no, you know what? This this guy needs to be an example. So let's, let's, let's go to trial and let's burn his ass. That's exa- if I was a judge, I, w- I would want that. Well, I mean, when it comes to these kind of circumstances, like you said, it was done out of a no malice deal. and vengeful act. So right. if he's left out, if he did that because he went to jail for the first time because he was stealing from them mm-hmm. and or at least somehow stealing cargo from them and other companies, the way it sounded, he's already he he's already shows that he's one to hold a grudge and go back after them. So I don't think that he should get out. He should go to jail and get a full sentence because if he got out, what's his next plan would be? You know, he already did something once. Yeah, when he get, when when he's eighty and he gets out, he'd be like, "I'm gonna get these bastards." You, know, you don't know. <laughs> he's, he's, gonna, he's got more revenge in twenty years. You have no <laughs> idea what he might want to do yeah. at that time. So, all right, moving on. Moving on. Hey, uh, today we're brought to you by National Carriers. I just want to give a quick number. It's eight 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 three one one seven zero seven six. If you're looking for a job. A lease deal, a team deal, a trainer deal. Nationals got it all. And they got those beautiful T680s. Mm-hmm. Call them today at 888-311-7076. Also, if you're looking for a local job, Ruthann, and you have a Class A or a Class B mm-hmm. license, okay, Carter Lumber has over 160 locations east of the Mississippi. Chances are... They have a local home, everyday job waiting for you. Winter's coming. Mm-hmm. Go on carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Fill out their little form and start running local. Get off the road, drivers, if you're looking to be home. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Okay, so I was kind of reading up on a couple things this week, and I, and somebody told me that, that the government, you know, we're, I'm not trying to get political, but the government is... Pushing for this AB5 garbage, you know, the AB5 law in, in, in California, mm-hmm. where um, if you're a contractor, if you're a 1099 person, whatever the case is, you can no longer work in California because you have to be classified as an employee. So I was looking it up and, and it's, it's interesting. What's interesting is I looked up 
the AB5 test. They actually have a test to, uh, um, to, to determine if an employer, okay, and an employee fit the category of we got to give them benefits and make them an employee. And I think originally they tried to start off by doing good, but it's hurting people that are, you know, wanting to be making a lot of money. And uh, one of the one of the things, one of the tests that they have is called the A B C test. And the B there's A stands for something, B stands for another, and C. But the B prong is 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 defined as the driver must um, work outside. He must perform work outside of the control of the person he's leased on to. Like, for example, if you're a lease purchase driver and you're leased on to, I don't know, Joe's trucking, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they could be anywhere, but if you live in California, you got to be able to prove that you are not under the control of the company. I think that was A, you're not under the control of the company, which the, trucking fits that on lease purchase because it's no force dispatch. So you are not under the control of the company. You do not have to take a load anywhere you want. That defines you as as the A. But the B part, A, B, C test, the B stands for you got to be able to do, be doing work outside of, like if you were leased onto Joe's Trucking, but you lived in California, right? Mm-hmm. You got to be able to say, okay, I do other work under the assumed name of my business. Now, I was actually thinking I could solve this problem for these guys. How? Okay, so the uh, B part says I have to be performing work outside of Joe's Trucking, right? But obviously, Joe's Trucking isn't going to let me use that tractor to do work for somebody else or to haul whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't say the tractor has to be used. It just says I have to be performing other other duties, okay, according to my business. So let's just say I have Troy and Ruth Ann Trucking, okay? Okay. And we and we formed this Troy and Ruth Ann Trucking and we went into the went to our state, which is Florida, and we incorporated under Troy and Ruth Ann Trucking. Okay. Now I go to work for Joe's Trucking. I'm sorry, let me go back. We're living in California. Put us we're in California right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I registered so I yeah. So I I cannot be a lease purchase driver according to A B five. But if I can prove that I do other jobs, you know, under my business I would be not considered just working for them and I'm not under their control because it's no force. So what I would do is this. This is my thought. Let's say on the side once a month when I come home, right, Troy and Ruth Ann's transportation or trucking, whatever we call ourselves, I also go and I work as a bartender for four hours, right? Or I do a Lyft drive or an Uber drive. Or whatever, I do something other than, but just because I'm not using Joe's Trucking's tractor really doesn't mean anything because I'm under Troy and Ruth Ann's trucking. Get it? So now I'm also doing other work, which the company would call that moonlighting, but the company should be listening to this. These trucking companies, if you think about this, all you need to do is have your 
if you're a, a trucking company or not a trucking company, if you're a trucking company that hires California drivers, all you need to do is make sure that those drivers, first off, incorporate their name because what happens is a lot of these truck drivers, when they go to do a lease purchase, all they do is they go online and they get the, um, the tax ID, the EIN number. Okay, so you just get this EIN number. But what you want to do is you want to go ahead and get an LLC or an INC, and you got your own trucking name. All right? So now me, let's say I'm... I don't a, think it has to be a trucking name either. No, it doesn't. It, doesn't, it could be Joe's um, Grasshopper Collectors, whatever the hell it is. I'm just saying, so now you incorporate your name, right? And... You also have another job duty outside the person you're leased onto. So, for example, say I'm say I'm the, the the trucking company, and you're the driver living in California, right? Now you're I'm you want to Ruthann Austin Incorporated, right? You want to lease on to me, so you you name yourself whatever. Okay, so oh. I'm leased onto you. Okay, so now according to AB five, right? According to the AB five. You're gonna, um, you're not gonna be allowed to do this because you live in California. Because you're just with me, and I'm, I'm the one giving you the truck, and and you don't do any other work. But if when you come home every month, I don't care if you had a pole dancing job, or you, or let's say you you went and and you. How about I Grubhub? You Grubhub, or maybe let's say you had a a, a lawn business, and mm-hmm. you just cut your na- cut your neighbor's lawn, and you charge them fifty bucks. I mean, I don't care if you pay them back, even just so you can say, "I did other work." Just so you are doing other work, so now you have this, but it's all under your incorporation, right? It you has see to what be I'm underneath saying? your EIN that you've gotten. So, so now, under your corporation, you're doing work outside of work, you know, being leased onto me mm-hmm. under your business. I would be now paying Ruth Ann incorporated or whatever you were going to call yourself. You see what I'm saying? I got so, it. so it would just have to be that rule. A, a, a person would have to actually be filing, the, you know, um, where they're collecting monies and doing work for more than just the company they're leased to. So it doesn't give you a specific amount that has to be earned no, it outside just, of it. It, it doesn't say how many days no. or anything. And they, and here's what it says. It says the B prong, which means the, the, um, the ABC test for the AB5. And by the way, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm being told that they're trying to make it nationwide. They're trying to make, it's called the PRO Act. So uh, President Biden, I guess, filed a while ago uh, trying to make it a law across the United States that, you know, you have to make at least purchase guy an employee. And see, on the AB5, not the AB5, but the ABC test, the B part is what's violating the AB5 rule or the PRO Act rule, which would be nationwide. Hope I didn't confuse anybody, but that's... Might a, have. I don't think so. I, it's just... Slightly. Well, I'm just saying, in order to get around it, in order to get around the B... In order to get around the, the, B, the, 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 the B, B part rule. of the filing... What's the C part, do you know? Um, I, I, I have it written down. I, I actually forget, but it, we the A and the C is not what they're it's worried not, about. It's the B. The B is what they're worried about because you're only doing work for the trucking company. But if you prove that you're not doing work just for the trucking company by doing something outside of that, as long as you use the EIN and name that you have that licensed under, you're if, fine. Yeah. 
Exactly. The, the, your incorporation. Mm -hmm. So once you, once you have a business name that you're under the trucking company, maybe you cut lawns on the side also when you're home. So guess what? Now your business is, is being paid by the trucking company and your lawn service mm -hmm. all under Joe Blow's trucking or whatever the case. You, right. know, you see what I'm saying? Right. So therefore I think that's problem solved, but the, the truck driver would have to, in order to be a legit I'm saying legit. In order to be a legit um, owner-operator or 1099 worker, he will have to come to a company to prove to that trucking company. This will help the trucking companies and the drivers. Yeah. He would have to come forth to the trucking company when he applies to be a contractor with them, okay? He would have to prove to them, yes, I have another income underneath my incorporation, which is, I don't I, I sharpen knives for people. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't really matter. You can charge people whatever you want. I have a newspaper delivery. What you, you're, I'm doing this on the weekends. eBay account. Yeah. You have yeah. vendor. Whatever. Just, just so you can show that you've collected monies. Okay. From different entities for services rendered mm -hmm. and therefore now you're legal according to the ab5 or the pro act mm -hmm. Hmm. you see does that make sense yeah I, I i hope it does it does it makes a lot of sense it makes me a genius me. i'm just kidding <laughs> but no seriously we're I, not gonna go that far but i think that's a pretty cool um thought line it's just that again i'm just gonna say this one last last time the driver has to be the one initiating hey let's say i apply with i don't care say swift if they have a lease purchase i don't know mm -hmm. and i apply with them and they say well you live in california troy and i say no i yes i do live in california but i'm under troy trucking and guess what i i have a lawn cutting business that's under troy trucking so i also work outside of swift so when i'm home i do lawns yeah. And then in the wintertime, I'm in Northern California, I do snow removal. You know, I get paid for this. And I can show you, here's my, here's my stuff that shows mm -hmm. you I'm legit. I'm telling you, it, it's just a, a loophole that truckers have to go through, but it's all in the wording. And I believe, they can, I believe they can get rid of the B part, the A, B, C drivers and companies. Look this up. It's called the A, B, C test that, is, that qualifies you. Or not, or disqualifies you for the AB5 law in California, which might be coming to United States, and we are moving on. Just separated California from the United States. Just saying. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, let's be honest about California, okay? Can we be honest about California? <laughs> They're out there. They have their heads in their ass most of the time. I mean, they always start. They started the carbon emission law, and back in like 2010 or something like that. So, if you have a, a truck that doesn't have the carbon emissions on uh, uh, pre 2010, most drivers don't. They can't even. Most truckers can't even take a tractor trailer or a tractor into. California, if it's older than a 2010 to begin with, unless they're exempt with maybe a, uh, a kit on it or something like that. But most of the time, no, you can't even go to California with an older truck. They started all kind of goofy laws, and they're always the ones that start this stuff. And they're the ones that started AB5. So the mm -hmm. uh, problem is it's hurting other people, and we will just move on. Let's Moving move on. on. Okay, so um, uh, we're also brought to you today by Camion. Camion's break-even calculator and they are brought to you by load smart so if you want to have the free 
uh, break-even calculator if you're a small fleet, a big fleet. doesn't matter. This thing will help you utilize and keep your costs down in trucking, and that's spelled K-A-M as in Michael, I-O-N as in Nancy, dot I-O forward slash talk CDL. That's Camion dot I-O forward slash talk CDL, and it's a free download. And last but not least, we are brought to you by DriveWise, and that's spelled D-R-I-V-E. W-Y-Z-E. Ruth Ann loves when I say that. <laughs> but anyways, you know, I was reading online today and I'm, I'm looking at truckers and they're going, yeah, one of these days I'm going to get me a, a scale pass. You know, it, guys, all you got to do is go online, get the app, download the app. It takes you five seconds um, and sign up for DriveWise and you are bypassing the scales. That's all it is, is an app. That's DriveWise, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. Ruth Ann, moving on. Moving on. So... Something I, I noticed this week also, and it's kind of funny, with, you know, we were just talking about um, DriveWise and Cami and all these guys that are helping people with trying to save money. The, um, uh, if you were to look back a year ago, I would tell you that 80 to 90% of all truckers were trying to do lease purchase. And I've noticed, and I've seen some numbers this past week, right? So I would say in the last three, four months, most truckers have caught on. And I got the stats here. It's 77% now, or it's just saying, I want to be a company driver. This is what everybody's telling me. Wow. I know. And only 23% are saying lease purchase. Right. Because what's happening is the rates are down. The brokers are greedy. Mm-hmm. All right. And the fuel is through the roof. Mm-hmm. And I noticed today or the other day in Florida, some places fuel was under $3 for gas. But diesel fuel is still freaking five to five fifty a gallon. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're raping trucking, and a lot of truckers are now saying, you know what, those four and five thousand dollar paychecks we were making, that's gone for a while. It is until until things start leveling back out again. Who knows if it's gonna? I hope it does. Well, for their sakes, I do too. So, anyways, moving on. Moving on. Okay. Um. Something else that I wanted to bring up that's honestly, and this this goes along with the truck drivers that were making, seriously, they were making some coin. These guys up till, I'm going to say June or August, truckers were legitimately making, I think it had, it was starting to peter down in the beginning of the year. So probably up till June or August, they were still making about three to 4,000 a week take home pay. This is what these guys, I was talking to a trucker last night and he said, yeah, them lease purchaser, they were a scam. I said, no, they weren't. These guys were legitimately bringing home mm-hmm. big, big dollars. And up, you know, last year and the year before, some of them were bringing five, six, seven thousand bucks a week clear. That's after everything. Okay. But obviously that's gone in the toilet now. It has literally gone in the toilet. And, but what it did was it created a buzz. In the United States. You know what that buzz is? Mm. We've, we've talked, and you've talked, and I've talked to companies lately that hire students. And what do they tell you about truck driver students lately? In the last couple of months, what are they telling you? There's not enough trainers. There's not enough trainers. That's because he said, every one of them are telling us, these are directors, they're saying, we have students lined up at the door. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I want to I tell you guys, Honestly, I want to give you them stats that I used to give a long time ago. Three out of, listen to this. If you're getting your CDL, three out of four truck drivers or three out of four people get their CDL and they don't make it. 
even six months. You know, and I, I was, it was funny because this company that I was talking to the other day, the, one of the people that were saying, man, we got students coming out the yin yang. You know what I mean? They're just lined up at the door. We got no, we don't have trainers to cover everything we got. We got them booked out till, you know, two months booked out to where they got to wait to get started with us. And I was thinking about that three out of four truckers don't make it six months and never drive again. And, and one of the number one reasons, and, and you guys should know this, and I've got a test for them, Ruthann, a little, a little test for them to do for their family. If you're a guy that's, or a gal that's thinking, oh, I'm get my trucking license because I hear they're making $5 billion. I'm like, yeehaw, right? When you say that, you don't know what you're getting into. Because a lot of these guys, they wake up, they get in that truck. When it's time to leave, they apply, they go to the trucking school, and everybody's having fun because you're going home every day. It's just funsy stuff, right? I'm in class with my new trucker buddies. We're all going to be truckers together. Yay! We are the CB Rambos. But anyways, so guess what? When they finally leave home and they go to orientation, so they're there for two, three days. They're in a hotel. They're sharing rooms. Everything's all fun. Call my wife. I'm so, so excited, honey. But then a week or two goes by of them waking up with the roof, you know, a couple feet from their head in a strange town with, in the cold weather and all this other good stuff. And next thing you know, I miss my mommy. I miss my mommy. That's the truth, Ruthann. I miss my mom. And, you know, it's, it's exactly what happens because most people are not built to be gone from home. And I'm not making fun of them. I mean, I was a little bit. But most of these guys are not built to leave their home and not see their kids growing up, not see their wife every day, not see the dog, not see their favorite pizza joint, not see their hometown. It gets lonely real fast for most of these guys. If this isn't a career that you've been thinking of and you only got into it in the last, cause I know most of these guys only got into it for one reason. There was a billion dollars to be made last year and the year before, but now all these guys are coming in the industry. Number one, they're not going to make that kind of money. Okay. Number two, most of them ain't going to make it because they can't stand being away from home. I think also, um, yeah, you're right. The driver can't be, can't handle being away, but also the, the woman and the kids get complacent where daddy being around or vice versa, you know, the husband's used to the wife being around. And so when they're not there all the time in the, and whoever's at home has to do all the work, cutting the grass, doing any fixing up, all that stuff for, you know, three weeks average, they're not used to having all that responsibility. Cause honestly, aside from being married and, you know, the person you love is on the road, you know, and you, all you're getting is some FaceTime videos or phone calls or whatever that's concerned. You're basically single soul pro, you know, like the, the person doing all the work at home, taking care of the house and the kids, you know, you're married, but you're, you're the sole person doing it all. You know what I'm saying? And, and some people can't do that. I got a test for these guys. All you guys out there and gals that are getting your CDL and you're all psyched and pumped on this. I'm serious now. Do you want to know if you can hack it? Before you go spending the money for your CDL, get in your car and drive 100 miles from home. Sleep at the rest area. Don't go home that morning. The next morning, don't go home. Okay? Get up and go for a drive. Go another 100 miles. Whatever. Take your time. Relax. Work even five hours a day. Drive 100, 200 miles. Go in a big giant square. Do it for a week. 
get up every morning, use the bathroom, stop at a truck stop, go in there and pay $10, $20 for the shower, get a shower, stay clean. It's, it's worth a week of doing that. It's a good idea. And, and, and yeah, I know it is. And, and <laughs> hello. Hello. But no, seriously, Jeez. seriously, try it. Pat you on that back. Seriously, try it. Try it, guys and gals. Go out there. Don't come home and see what you really think of, of being alone. Mm-hmm. Because once you're done with your trainer, and that's another story, by the way, once you're done with your trainer, you're on your own. And this is there's a reason why three out of four truckers don't make it, especially over the road. And that's because of being lonely, being gone. That's the main reason. It has not, no. well, that's, a good, that's a good test. I mean, honestly, it is. Go, go, do, do a drive yeah. that you're going to be gone a week. Stay away. Uh, and, and weeks being really kind of small, considering well, most companies is two weeks or more. Well, be, just be but, alone on the road for a week without your, everything else. But go to a strange area. Drive down the road. Go you have to, and, and you have to realize you can't get hotel rooms. It's just showers. Exactly. At truck stops. Eat on the road. Get yourself cooler. What do you think of that? That's a pretty cool I do th- like that idea a lot. And just think, just think a lot of you guys would get out there. It's not going to be exactly like trucking because you won't have a bedroom in your truck. And to be honest with you, trucking would be actually a little bit easier than that. Mm-hmm. So if you think you can't handle that, okay, but maybe you can handle trucking, just think again. Because if you can't handle being gone from your family for a week, even two, I would even suggest them staying gone two weeks mm-hmm. and just... You know, eat on the road and uh, just take a cooler with you if you want to eat cheap like a trucker does. Most truckers do take coolers. Yeah, and have drinks and the food in it. Right. You, a $3 bag of ice will keep you for a couple of days in one of those good coolers and just have your back seat or whatever set up to sleep in. And that'll determine if you really want to be gone, y'all. But I'm telling you, most of these guys don't make it. And there's a reason y'all should test yourself mm-hmm. without spending all that money on a CDL and wasting all that freaking time. If you're not going to be able to hack it. Cause I can tell you right now, there's many guys right now that just got their CDL this year because they heard they can make all this money. And then on top of being gone and missing life, once they get done, they're not making that money. These guys were making while COVID was going on. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. COVID lured people into trucking. It's a dirty bugger. Yeah, well, well, COVID lured people in because of the money they were making. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Ruthann, that's all I wanted to say. I mean, there's much more I could talk about um, when it comes to it, um, the uh, uh, student thing, but I'll say that for another time. Moving on. Moving on. In fact, that's my podcast. What do you got? Word of the day from Word Genius. <clears throat> I got a cough. Let's hear what the word of the day is. And word of the day from Word Genius, we do not... Um, have them as a sponsor, but we put them on here all the time because we think they're awesome. And Ruth Ann's getting smarter because of them. I get a cough again. (coughs) What's the word? Fabulation. Fabulation? Yep. Fabulation. What do you think fabulation is? Yeah. Swig your drink. Um, fabulation. Sounds like something like fabulation. I was going to say, it sounds like something a teenager would make up. That's so fabulation. No, but I actually thought that that's what I was thinking. Cause like, I like weird stuff like that. And I thought, Oh, that's just a, a, a cool twist on fabulous fabulation. Yeah. No, no, that's not it. It is the act or result of fabulating a fabrication. 
So when you're, when our grandchildren come up to us and want to tell us this big story, yeah, and we're like, hmm, okay, that's fabulation. He's fabricating. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a fabulation there, Dorian. Yeah, and he is a fabulator. <laughs> Tess hey, is. Too. I want to zoom in. I just realized you had your Toxidial shirt on. I do. I do. I Let me see. Let me zoom it in there. Camera. Ruthann got Ruthann got the new iPhone, and it's amazing the camera. I upgraded from an eleven. All right, Ruthann, that is the podcast. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Peace.